Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Welcome to episode. What did you do, Doug? I I thought I thought I could clean it up in time. I'm so sorry. I didn't even I I don't even know who was holding onto that vase. I'll fix it. I swear I'll fix okay, it. Okay. Uh, I have one question. What uh-huh. is a pocky, and why was it here? <laughs> I will not stand for this. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. She's wonderful. <laughs> wait, wait. There's spider webs everywhere. Did you host uh-huh, a walloping uh-huh. web snappers over here? Um, uh, no, 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 no. I, I mean, two for one. Why not just roll into a, a Spider-Man recording, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take forever. There were to... squirrels. There were spiders. There were all kinds of things going on in here, and I'm, I'm, you know what? I have no regrets. Okay. Uh, my final question though is, what is the tanuki, and why was it talking? <laughs> it was magic. Oh, <laughs> this is the world of Pokemon. We don't have to explain anything. Yeah, and I take it Brian and Hassan didn't even help you clean up, so you know. They were perfect gentlemen the whole time. I'm sure they were. Uh, welcome back man thank you it's good to be back although i gotta say like listening to the episodes i think this is like the first few episodes of our own podcast i've ever actually really listened to (laughs) (laughs) well i mean why listen to the episodes i'm in when i was in them so oh i don't know (laughs) other than you know like when i go to edit them i listen to them then too Mm -hmm. but i mean after a while, you just like, okay, I know what happens. I don't need to talk about it. I don't need to listen to it. So uh, listening to your episodes, though, like, wow, they were some really good episodes. Well, thank you. I uh, I feel pretty good about them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel good leaving the show in your hands when I retire. Ah, thank you. Thank you. In like 60 years. That's right, folks. <laughs> this podcast will be going on for 60 years. Forever. Yes. As long as they keep making Pokemon, we'll keep recording them. Mm-hmm. But it is good to be back. I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger. And I'm Doug, also known as Ikibuli. Uh, Hopefully this episode gets released on a Wednesday. If not, I don't know how it's going to work since that is Christmas Day. Uh, this might get released a day early, day late. But Merry Christmas, everybody, if you celebrate Christmas. Yeah, and happy whatever else you're celebrating around this time, because there's a lot of things going on. There are. And, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say happy holidays as well. Yes, yes, all of the holidays. Yes. Um, However you celebrate, whatever you celebrate. And because the holidays can sometimes be a very difficult time for people, I hope that this is bringing you some joy. I hope Pokemon brings you some joy. Find whatever makes you happy and do it this week. Yes, um, and... Hopefully, Santa brought you a Pokemon Sword or a Pokemon Shield if you have not gotten it yet. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, uh, but I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, what are we doing? So there is a not very well-known soundtrack out there mm-hmm. of Pokemon Variety. Uh, it's a Christmas album called the Pokemon Christmas Bash Hence the title. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I found it maybe two, three years ago, and I've been li- I listened to it at least five times every Christmas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> You've been on vacation <laughs> in one of the greatest places in the world, <laughs> and a game just dropped like a month ago. <laughs> well. We need to catch up for, like, just a moment. <laughs> okay. Yes. Before we roll into things. Well, so. I, I wanted to give a little tease for that. So yes. That, yes. that was a tease. But, yes. Okay. I was on tease vacation. has happened. <laughs> yes. So, I was on vacation. Um, It yes. was not a staycation because if it was a staycation, I would have been able to record. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the wife and I, we, for our five-year anniversary, we went to Disney and Universal Happy Studios. anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, as everybody knows, that is in Florida. And if you play Pokemon Go, I was able to get some exclusive Pokemon from down there. Yeah. Well, one Tell of them. all about it. So, there are two Pokemon you can get starting in basically Orlando down. Mm-hmm. So, it worked out great for me. And it's Heracross and Corsola. Yes. Two of my favorites from Gen 2. The first day I get there, I was able to get Heracross. Nice. So, that was awesome. The silhouette. Heracross seems to be pretty... I don't want to say common, but I also don't want to say rare. It's kind of like an uncommon. Yeah, not hard to find, but it's not like were. Kind of like how Tauros is around here. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you, you see him. Mm-hmm. So I went quite a few days, still had not seen a silhouette for a Corsola. Yes. And then I finally did see one, but it was like on the other side of one of the parks. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make it over there in time. Yeah. So then one day I we were in Epcot and I opened up Pokemon Go and sure enough there was a Corsola maybe like just five minute walk. I'm like, sweet, let's go. It's on our way. Let's get this Corsola finally. I can finally catch one. I get there and then I get the Pokemon has fled and I just start crying. <laughs> I'm like, no. I will stay here all day. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Oh, that's so terrible. Yeah. So then, of course, days kept going. Still no Corsola. And then we had to leave. And so I did not get a Corsola. I'm hoping to find somebody who has one that will trade with me. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I still have some uh, uh, Relicants I can trade. Ah, yeah. That's a good trade. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Well, one of the the very few things at this point that Disney does not actually own, Pokemon, uh, were you able to play much? Did you play at all? Did you take a total break? Like, what? what's the status, bro? <laughs> all right. So, first off, I just want to do a little correction there. They may not own Pokemon, but they do air Pokemon. Yes, but they still don't own it yet. (laughs) And if you have the Disney app, not Disney Plus, but the actual Mm -hmm. Disney Now app where they actually, you know, like air all their currently aired shows and stuff. Yeah. And you have a cable provider. They literally have every episode of Pokemon on their app. Well, and I mean, Pokemon doesn't have its own television channel, so it has to be housed somewhere. (laughs) They do. No, they actually do. They have Pokemon TV. On televisions? Not on television, like but... standard cable? <laughs> but they have their own That's what app. I mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that their main distribution for, for the show is still television. True. So they have yeah. to they have to put that somewhere. Yeah. And it's it's jumped around, so it's just yeah. currently Disney has... But I just think it's really cool that they actually of, have literally every episode. Yeah, which is uh, pretty awesome. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of hard to find elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, Netflix <laughs> just doesn't like, have it. Hulu doesn't yeah. have it. Yeah. Even their own Pokemon TV doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So yep. Um, back to your original question, though, if I played. So on the car ride there, I played for a little bit. But then throughout the rest of the vacation, like, I would we'd, – we'd go to the park. We'd come home. We're tired. We're exhausted. We'd go to bed. Yeah. It was pretty much that throughout the whole time. So I really didn't get a chance to play at all. Um, which kind of sucked because I was trying to like battle all the battle cafes every day so I can get as many Alcremie ingredients as I could. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Alcremie, which I found out right now is not going to be possible because there's actually like two items that you can that aren't even in the game obtainable yet. Ah. I think one of them's the ribbon and the other one is the star, I think. Ah. One of those. Know. So rumors are that it'll be like distributed through like an event or something like that and yeah we'll be able to get like one of the styles that's yeah that's not super surprising to me um yeah. especially since there's 48 different forms or whatever exactly <laughs> so once those are out though then i'll continue on my quest but um but 
even when I got home, I really haven't played at all. Like, it's still in my carrying case uh, for my Switch. I just just been catching up on TV, watching Crisis on Infinite Earths, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nice. Well, nice-ish. I mean, nice for the vacation, but uh, pick up Pokemon, bruh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I still got to go get myself a uh, Gigantamax Snorlax. Yeah, there's still a lot to do. I mean, if you do happen to miss the window, although the window is still pretty pretty wide, I don't think it's ending anytime soon. I think it rolls into January, doesn't it? Early. I January. think so. Yes. Um, but if not, I I caught a few just in case because um, well, I know I, I have I have some friends who will not get the game um, during that window, so nice. I wanted to make sure they had a chance to. Yeah. To get those early on if they well, wanted them. I'm sure there will still be Gigantamax raids for Snorlax. It just won't be as frequent as they are right now. Yeah, either that or it'll just sort of like cycle. Like they'll exactly. just continue cycling. Or they'll cycle until a certain point when they just open everything up. Mm-hmm. Something but like that. I have a Gigantamax Butterfree, so I'm excited about that. Nice, nice. Um, I've tried getting Gigantamax sent to Scorch multiple times, but yep. either I keep losing the battle because not everybody has a good enough team, and I also don't really have anything good against a fire bug type. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we do end up beating it, I can never seem to let it stay in the ball. I always thought it was a 100% catch guarantee. It is <laughs> not. It sure I was is wrong. Not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gigantamax Pokemon are difficult to catch, especially when they're five star. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are many Gigantamax Pokemon that I have run into and have defeated and have not caught. Looking at you, Corviknight. <laughs> uh, see, I still haven't done any like those other ones. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people like posting YouTube videos on like how you can spam the whole thing trying to get what you want and stuff like that and it involves moving your time clock and i'm like i don't want to do that that just seems like cheating to me um yeah i i don't i don't do any of that because i'm lazy um (laughs) like i i'm i i don't i don't care enough or am not bored enough to do that stuff like i'm i'm happy just spending hours on hours in the wild area and Mm -hmm. running into whatever I run into, which I think for a lot of people would be mind numbing. And they'd be like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, like I'm okay. So for example, I'm like 18 Pokemon away from my Pokedex being or 17 Pokemon away from finishing my Pokedex. Mm -hmm. And there are things that I could do to like speed that process up. um, But I'm having fun. So I'm not doing anything sort of weird to get it done because Mm -hmm. I'm still not bored. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, same goes for like the the raid battles. Like I'm still having fun battling against all the stuff I'm running into, so I'm chill just doing that for now. Yeah. The other big thing I'm working on is trying to get an authentic. Uh, what is it? The teacup Pokemon. Sinisty. Sinisty. Yes. I have an authentic, but I need another one. I um, got real lucky on the the first one. I had one but i think i probably i must have like either i don't know gotten rid of it or traded it away or something before Mm. i knew that was a thing or so i don't know i haven't double checked yet and since i found out i haven't gotten rid of any of them i just put them all in a box together so that i can check later um but i have it in my pokedex so like i have both entries in my pokedex so i had to have crossed my path at some point Mm -hmm. it makes me wonder if i got one in a surprise trade and just released it or traded it away before realizing that there were different forms see um i'm not that worried like i don't i i'm doing like a a living dex light um okay where i'm I'm like for things that are really obvious like indeedy like i'm gonna have both indeedy in my living decks Mm -hmm. but i'm you know I, i i don't care that much about having both an authentic and inauthentic in my living decks but i'm gonna try for just the pokedex in general yeah. No, um, obviously, because I'm doing the Master Dex Challenge, I'm already, like, getting ahead of it because they haven't released oh, yeah. that yet. So I'm, like, trying to get ahead of it because I know. Yeah, you got so, it. Um, uh, I somehow, the very first Synesthesia I caught was the Authentic. Nice. Very and nice. I didn't realize it until I went to go try and evolve it, and I had the Crackpot, and it wouldn't evolve. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, uh... wait, does this mean I have an Authentic? Sweet. So that's one <laughs> down. I just need one more. Um, yeah. I still got to find a chipped pot, too. I'm waiting for the guy to get one in stock, although he probably did while I was on vacation. I just never yeah. checked. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we 
So I've been like breeding it thinking, oh, well, maybe if I breed it, it'll give me an authentic one again. No, it is not. But I figured this would be an easier way to try and get an authentic one by breeding it than just trying to hunt down a synesty that's only going to be like 10, about 11% chance of popping up. Can you breed an authentic synesty from a fake synesty? Well, I've been breeding it with a ditto, so. Right, but, oh, you're breeding an authentic one with a ditto. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It has been giving me a lot of uh, fake ones, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you know what? If it ends up not working out, it doesn't end up working out. I'll find one eventually, but I have one, so that's halfway there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and at the very, very least, you'll be able to have both entries in a Pokedex. Exactly. Um because you have at least one, so mm-hmm. nice. Um, and then, obviously, work on the Alcremies and whatnot. And I've just been, like, um, just going around, just trying to capture every Pokemon that I can with a bunch of Quick Balls. <laughs> yes, yeah. Quick Balls are um, a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, what is yeah. it? Ice Q. That one took a while to find. Oh, really? Because <laughs> it's so rare in the wild. I was like, Why? And it's I've, not like one, it doesn't pop up in the overworld, so I have to like find it in the grass. I've had very good luck with the with the uh, grass exclusive Pokemon. Okay, <laughs> like, nice. like uh like the other day, I uh, I was working on my Pokedex and and Zach, a uh, friend of the podcast from mm-hmm. our Sword and Shield coverage, um, was working on his too. So we did our Carab- our Carablast and Shelmet stuff. Nice. And I was like, oh shoot, I don't have a Carablast yet. And so I uh, not only was the weather correct, like just totally lucked on the weather, mm-hmm. but the very first uh, exclamation point I got was a Carablast. <laughs> nice. So I was like, all right, well, here we go. Let's roll. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's coming along for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'm probably going to start playing Sword soon since my wife has that and I can just put it into my mm-hmm. Switch and it's a whole new save file. So. New profile. Yep. Yep. I love that nice. feature. Yeah, it's nice. probably honestly one of my favorite things. is just the fact that I can really have as many save files as I want without having to buy a whole new cartridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. It's great, great sort of incidental thing as a result of being on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, I heard that there was some sort of album that you were getting ready to talk about. Um, yes, maybe Pokemon and Christmas themed. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pokemon Christmas Bash. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So, uh, first off, did you listen to it? Yes, I've listened to it, I would say, two and a half times because I I don't think I could listen to it more than that. <laughs> I, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> okay, well, first yes, off, please explain to- your history, background, and full relationship with this album right. because I need to understand. <laughs> All right, so... I had no idea this thing even existed. And then one of the YouTubers I follow, Jay Witz, mm-hmm. he had posted a basically video saying the Pokemon Christmas album is weird. And I'm like, uh-huh. Pokemon Christmas album? What? what is he talking about? So I watched it and I'm like, I need to find this thing. I could never find the actual CD, but Amazon, thankfully, has the downloadable music. So I was able to download it's also from there. on Spotify, just so you know. Oh, even better. Yes. So I... Uh, started listening to it. I'm like, wow, this is so bad, but it's good. There's like a few. <laughs> it like by about the tenth time, it's good. Uh, there's like a few songs in there I really enjoy, and then there's some I just cannot stand. And we'll get to that one. Yeah. Let, well, let's. Um. So generally speaking, my impression, because what what I think we're planning to do is talk about each track, um, individually, yeah. but. Generally, I would say, well, first off, I didn't know this album even existed, I think, until you messaged me and was like, hey, have you ever heard of this or will listen to this? And I was like, I don't think so, uh, but I could. And so maybe a few days ago, I listened to it for the first time and was like, oh, God. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> From the get go, I was like, oh, no. What have um, I got myself into? <laughs> what's happening? And I would say this. My general impressions are when this album sort of reinvents things we already know, it lands really, really well for me mm-hmm. when it's totally going its own way. I, I can't. <laughs> Some of the original songs on this album are 
real bad. And I would yes. say one of them for me specifically, and I don't think it's the same one as for you. One of them for me, I would even say is unlistenable. I cannot listen to. I listened to it in full once because okay. I had to. But when I got to it each, like on each re-listen, I was like, no, no, I, it's, it's so bad. <laughs> okay. But here's what I'll say. It's a really fun album. It's a fun thing to have and to know about. And, um, and I'm, I'm so glad it exists because it's so, <laughs> it's so weird and so wacky and so just, it's like out of this world because you're like, whose idea was this? Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit of background it's all of the actors from the show at the time. Like yeah. this was released in 2001 and it features the actual voices of Ash, Misty, Brock, Team Rocket, including Meowth um, and Professor Oak. Professor Oak from that time, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm trying to like imagine these people in a studio, like recording this album. And I just like, I need the documentary. Like I need, <laughs> I need the whole full, like 90 minute documentary of, <laughs> The making of Pokemon Christmas Bash. Please, please. So, quick little fun fact about this. Uh, at uh-huh. the time, I didn't even know this, but uh, doing research on this, Brock and James had the same voice actor, and Jesse and Misty had the same voice actress. So, I knew that Brock and James did. That was one I did know. I didn't know that Misty and Jesse did. And I, I, it's funny because once I knew it, I was kind of like, oh, God, that makes so much sense. Like, mm-hmm thinking about it and then listening to the two, I was like, how did I not know this? Right. Um, but yeah, I did know Brock and James. That was one that I sort of suspected and then looked up and confirmed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, uh, do you want to just dive into it? Uh, we will put, yeah, I don't probably, know what like, else to say. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and put some of the tracks like in the background as we're talking about them. Only the good Please. ones. Though. Like I won't do oh. all of the tracks, but I'll put some, you have to include my least favorite. People must know. How okay. bad it is. Okay, well, you already know my <laughs> least favorite because I told you last night. <laughs> yes, I do. So um, clearly we have something different. I'm intrigued to find out which oh, one yours is. Boy, yes, yes. <laughs> let's let's dive in. All right, so first up, um, this one starts off pretty good. It's called Pokemon Christmas Ooh. Bash. Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. I, what, okay. So, <laughs> it is called Pokemon Christmas Bash. It sort of lays out the very loose premise for what this album is, which is that they're all at a Christmas party together. Um, it's unclear if anybody else is at this Christmas party. <laughs> like, it's really, really only clear that those three are present, and then Professor Oak must be there at some point, and I and Team Rocket and, and crashes it as they also. do. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. There must be a Nurse Joy. And I think it's implied that maybe a Jenny is there as well. But, um, yeah, that's loose premise. And the premise only exists so that they can do sort of, like, um, dialogue cut-ins throughout the the album. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, wow. Um, This first track is Ash, Brock, and Misty rapping. Yeah. They're rapping. Yeah. I will. Which is it, a, a, a choice for the yes. start. Of the I album. do like how they included Dexter in the beginning of this, though. I was wondering if that's who that was supposed to be. Yeah, that was supposed to be Dexter, the Pokédex. And I, I do like how they did. Much. Yeah. I did like how they did the whole Pikachu Squirtle uh, thing in the beginning. That I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. I kind of was hoping there would be more of that because um, I thought it was going to be sort of a song or a, or a whole track composed of like Pokemon noises, but mm-hmm. really it's just those two and they're used to create a beat for um, our lovely trio to rap over. Um, yeah. And wow. Wow. I will say this. <laughs> Misty is probably the worst out of the whole rap because when she's rapping, it sounds like she's just like talking through the whole thing. She's yes. not really trying to rap go with the beat she's just kind of just talking with it well here's the thing about this whole album is i think that these people i don't know that any of them would claim to be singers except maybe um veronica her name's veronica taylor right yes um she's probably the best singer on the whole album but none of them are like clearly not none of them are singers the only reason i say veronica taylor might be is 
when you're doing like a voice like Ashes, I'm imagining it's a little hard to do it and sing at the same time. And she still manages to pull it off. So yeah, she, she does a good job. Um, so Ash tends to sound pretty good. Uh, everybody else is like a little, a little rough. <laughs> yeah. Cause like you said, uh, it's gotta be difficult to do not your voice and sing with that voice. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm glad you brought up Misty's verse in this because what I did for each one of these songs was I wrote um, favorite might not be the right word, but I, I wrote down a lyric for each song except one that I wanted to highlight. Um, okay. Nice. And, and the one that I wanted to highlight was from Misty's. So to give you an idea of the quality of rap lyric <laughs> in this first one, <laughs> Misty's starts with I'm Misty. I've got a star me with me. We're having fun decorating the tree. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how her, her verse starts. And that's how I knew I was in for a wild ride. <laughs> it's like, wow, 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 wow. So my wow moment from this song was Brock's. Uh-huh. When he's like, uh, two things on my list ain't many, a kiss from Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then uh-huh. he goes, Santa, please, with your ho, ho, ho. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, there's there's at least one other moment on this album where I was like, excuse me? Um, um, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> It's the one I'm going to highlight from that song. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple moments on this album where I was like, oh, boy. Wow. That's um, yeah. hmm. <laughs> actually my big moment was it's not even a song. It's a poem. Uh huh. And there's a very wow moment in that one. OK, I don't maybe. Hmm. Is that the same one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I think we're thinking of the same thing, so I can't wait to get to it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but yeah, this first one is an interesting introduction to the album. Um, it's not characteristic of the whole album, which is good because I don't know that I could have made it one time through an entire rap album um, <laughs> of Pokemon Christmas songs. But uh, it definitely gives you an idea of what you're in for. So yeah, there's so, that one. <laughs> yeah, so. The next song, I think, is actually my wife's favorite song out of the whole album. I think of the original songs, like the ones that aren't based on existing Christmas songs, mm-hmm. this is probably the one that works the best because it's yeah. it's like a Christmas song. It's like the type of thing you would hear on like the oldies Christmas station. It sort of has like I want a hippopotamus for Christmas vibes mm-hmm. um, or those sort of like silly like goofy Christmas songs. Um, this one kind of fits that. Yeah, I agree. And even I like this one and it's surprising because like Pikachu is the title. It's all about Pikachu. It's called I'm giving Santa a Pikachu for Christmas. Yes. Yes. And this one is all about professor Oak deciding that he is going to give back to Santa Claus because Santa Claus does so much and gives so much that uh, Santa Claus deserves a present too uh, in the form of a Pikachu that has been hidden in Professor Oak's stocking for Santa Claus to find. Yeah. Which is, uh, okay, sure, why not? You know what, that's nice, that's nice. Good job, mm-hmm. Professor Oak. It, yes. It's kind of you to think of Santa Claus. Yeah, and <laughs> Even then, if you're going to electrocute him as a result. <laughs> yeah, so Ash and Oak are talking about how Oak's going to give Pikachu to Santa and Ash is like, oh, that's a great idea, basically. Yeah. And then they go into like how Pikachu will be able to help Santa through everything. This is the lyric I highlighted. Okay. So this is, he says, he'll be using Pika power to bring Christmas toys to girls and boys and grownups too. With Pikachu, his sleigh will fly so fast, about a thousand times as fast as Christmas passed. A thousand times. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. My big thing from this, though, is it's Thundershock will twirl a million candy canes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's I, I'm right. like, how how do you twirl candy canes with Thundershock? Like, I'm trying to. I'm guessing mean, like. like- is is he trying to say that it will it'll be the thing that curls the candy canes? 
or like is there like a machine that paints the candy cane and this Pikachu will power it? I don't know. Whoa, but, dude! Think about like a tree that's been that's been um, struck by lightning and sort of like the weird pattern that it ends up having. Mm-hmm. Or like or like um or people who survive lightning strikes have like the the sort of uh, the scars, the like veiny scars. Now imagine like a candy cane struck by lightning and the cool pattern that would be on that. That would be, be cool. Pretty dope. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I will forgive this for that just because of your awesome explanation. <laughs> hey, we got to make this as cool as possible. <laughs> oh, this is cool. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> yes. Yes. Uh, the next song is actually especially cool. <laughs> the, I will say this: something about this song just kind of annoys me. I so think. Hmm. I think the fact. So this one. What is this one called? This one's called Winter is the Coolest Time of Year, right? Yes. This is this is a uh, mostly Misty song. And I think the thing that annoys me about it is that almost the whole song is like a chorus of Misty's. Yes. And I think that's it's a what little, annoys me. Yeah, I think it's a little too much because I don't think the song itself annoys me. I think it's just like it's overproduced. Whereas the rest of the album, despite being like not great, um, mm-hmm. like lyrically or like it's not super intricate or, you know, it's it is what it is. You know what I mean. It's not trying to be anything else. It's still produced decently well. Yeah. Um, see, this I is have, just a little much. See, I have to question if maybe this was supposed to be a Misty and Jesse song, but because they're both the same voice actress, it just came out as just Misty singing with Misty. Maybe I, I think their voices are distinct enough that they could have pulled it off if they wanted to. So I, I don't know. It, maybe maybe it just wasn't working. But um, I think yeah. it's. The way that it comes out, I do think it's it's just meant to be all misty. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's, I mean, this one's literally just about winter being cold. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much pretty much all it is. Um, but it has some fun moments, and it. it's very punny. I like the songs that do a lot of Pokemon puns. Um, oh this, yes, <laughs> yeah. This one has like a cool uh, little bit of dialogue cut in with Misty and Ash, and they they have like an exchange where. Um, Misty says, like, Ash, do you want to make a snowman? And he says, let's make a snowman. And she says, perfect. How about a tentacool? Which, by the way, is just actually a Pokemon. Um, and Ash says, or a Frigiodo. And mm-hmm. her last one is, let's build a Butterfreeze. <laughs> and I'm a mm-hmm. sucker for puns like that. So I was, I liked that. That, that, yeah, those were, that was good. That was great. And I love, and this is the first time they do this, and they mentioned it before, is I love how they're really including Stanler as yes. the reindeer for Santa, which I thought was amazing. Yes, they they almost always. They're, they're, yes, there's one, one instance. Uh, one point of annoyance for me is that they don't do it 100% of the time, but but I love that they do it 90% of the time. You know what I mean? Like, they just call reindeer Stantler almost every time, and I, yes. I love that. I love that. Which, yeah. and by the by the way, this was made at a time when there were only two generations of Pokemon, so if you're wondering, like, why not Sawsbuck? It didn't exist. <laughs> exactly. So this next song is my least favorite. I kind of like this one. <laughs> okay. What annoys me the most is the double negative. Okay. I yeah. think that's I, I think that's meant to be the joke, though. Yes, but it, it bothers me. A lot. So it's nobody don't like Christmas. It's sung by Meowth. Right, it's sung by Meowth, so it's written like the way Meowth would talk. Yeah. Which is, I get it, it's grating. And then he makes fun of other holidays, and there's one holiday I feel like they probably should not have made fun of. There are a couple, I actually think, that I'm I'm, I'm surprised. I'm sort of surprised in 2019 that this song exists. I guess when I think about the fact that it was written in 2001, almost 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. I'm less surprised. I think this song, as far as like the lyrics and what it was trying to do, I think works for me. But you're right; there are there are a few holidays. I would say like, in, if this song were written in 2019, they would have left off Easter, they would have left off the Fourth of July, and I think they would have left off Yom Kippur especially. Yeah, Yom Kippur is the big one for me. That just kind of I'm like, I was very surprised. <laughs> yeah, first off, I didn't even know of the holiday until this, but then I like I did research and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I wouldn't make fun of that. Well, I think I think the thing that makes those ones suspect I think Fourth of July 
you could leave in there if you wanted to, but it's a little strange to, to keep in there. Yeah, um, it's line the, for this. Uh, I'll just say it real quick. And it says, like, and the 4th of July can be a real drag if you can't get no one to salute your flag. I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, well, and so uh, this is what makes this song so strange is that it's meant to be irreverent in a way that Pokemon doesn't typically like explore you know what i mean so like it's 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 the type of humor that is i'm making fun of things but i'm making fun of everything and so it's a little weird to listen to at first because you're like meowth you're just making fun of stuff and it's Mm -hmm. almost almost i would say almost clever enough to pull it off but it's not quite there so then you end up with these awkward moments where you're like that was sort of a weird thing to make fun of, or that was like definitely a thing you shouldn't even have attempted to make fun of. And -hmm. it's not consistent enough across the board to really work fully. So when you end up with a Yom Kippur joke, it's, it's very clear that they just threw it in because it worked for like a rhyme, not because it was like the same type of holiday that, that Meowth's making fun of the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So it's, 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 it's weird from that perspective. Um, you end up having like some holidays that are explicitly American holidays, some holidays that are global holidays and some holidays that are like very, very specifically religious holidays. And I think you could rewrite this song in a way that ends up being a bit more universal than this one ended up being. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I, I will, I, I did like one lyric from this, especially. Okay. Um, And it's the new year's one uh, because I felt like I identified strongly with this one. And this is where he's making fun of New Year's, obviously. He says, some people don't like New Year's. December 31st is the night they dread. They may be blowing on noisemakers, but they're all a bunch of fakers because they'd rather all be home asleep in bed. <laughs> and yes, yes, I would rather be at home asleep in bed. I always would rather be at home asleep in bed. <laughs> New Year's fair. is a holiday that requires me to be <laughs> awake longer than I want to be awake. <laughs> See, the past two, three years, my wife and I were just like, yeah, let's just go to bed. I don't care. So yeah. we just go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to although, do it. <laughs> although this year we might stay up because our favorite show is doing a countdown instead of like uh, the Ryan Seacrest ball. We're not doing that, but it's live PD, so I'm all about See, that. people, uh, they just they force you to be awake when you don't want to be awake. So Meowth, I feel that. I, so this one, um, I think it, it – it, for me personally, I don't mind the song itself from like a com- like composition standpoint. I, Meowth's voice and the double negatives and stuff don't bother me because it's – it's on brand for Meowth, but it just, it, it swung and missed a few too many times. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> definitely a product of its time. Yes, definitely. So our next one is sung by Brock and Misty. Oh boy. That's right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't put a lyric from this one either. I simply wrote, this is one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. Um, I, so- cannot kyle (laughs) i'm my ears are so mad that i've listened to this one and a half times it's really 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 bad (laughs) yeah so what we're talking about is called i keep my home in my heart now i will say this brog's parts are awful i can't listen to brock saying this misty isn't as bad but it's still a pretty bad song it's, for me, it's like, yes, I, I, I don't think that these voice actors are great singers, but I appreciate them giving it their all. Um, yes. I, I've never recorded a Christmas album, you, exactly. you know what I mean? And I'm certainly not a famous voice actor. Um, for me, it's just, it's, it's gosh, it's, it's, it's a combination of a poor, like a poorly written song and then not using your voice actors correctly. You know what I mean? Like, if you have two people who aren't super strong at singing but are willing to give it everything, don't give them a ballad. <laughs> like, like, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, uh, like you said early on, like, um, Misty kind of just, like, talks her rap. But that's probably a better move for these two. You know, like, give them things that are faster. Give them things that don't require... Um, like holding things out for a very long time or really sort of intricate melodies or anything, use them the way that they're like 
best utilized, which is not in this song. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. And I feel uh, bad that they had to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they loved it. Um, and maybe this was a triumph for them, in which case, good job. But I, ooh, this will be one that I skip forever. Yeah. See, and here's the thing. Like, there's a couple songs up coming up where Brock and Misty, like, they sound great when they're singing. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is they're not awful singers. Like, yeah, it's no. just like... There are things that any singer can and can't do, and this song is not not a thing. Yeah. It's not a thing so, I don't know. I don't know if anyone could do this song, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know if I could pull this song off. I don't know if I don't know if, you know, freaking the winner of The Voice could pull this song off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you just want to move on to the next one? Please, please, please. Okay, so the next one is <laughs> sung by Team Rocket, and it uh-huh. is Christmas song. Yes, so this is, okay, this is one of the, well, this is the first song on the album to do this, and one of the the few songs on this album that basically just takes an existing Christmas song and makes it Pokemon, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. And it it really works for me. It's called The Christmas Song because it literally is just the song called The Christmas Song. This is the, um, the, like, chestnuts roasting on an open fire song. And they mm-hmm. tweak a little bit of things here and there, and they make they you know they insert Pokemon references, and they obviously have dialogue and stuff like that. Um, and the the clever thing for me, the thing that really made it stand out, is sim- very simply replacing reindeer with Stantler, which is the you know mm-hmm. checking to see if Stantler really fly, which is like such a cute little detail to do. Yep, I love it. Yeah, I think this one works really, really well. And I would I would actually love a second Christmas album of them just sort of reinventing or sort of covering or remixing Christmas songs mm-hmm. from a Pokemon perspective, because those are the ones that work best, I think. Yeah. I don't know if you agree, but like so, those work every time for me on this album. Yeah. The, uh, one thing that I always find to be very funny is like whenever James gives like this little squeal of joy thing. <laughs> yes, and I, I just find it to be hilarious. Yes, it's it's so good. Yeah, they do a good mm-hmm. job of um, incorporating their little quirks and 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 personality mm-hmm. traits and stuff just along the way, just to make sure that I don't know that it's full of of Pokemon. You know, mm-hmm. it's good. That's one thing I actually wish they had incorporated is well maybe not now that i'm thinking about this i was gonna say i wish they had incorporated more pokemon sounds but i also don't love the way that they do pokemon sounds on the show so now i'm kind of conflicted maybe some of the more iconic ones like jigglypuff um or the starters or things like that they could have worked in a little bit more Mm -hmm. uh but certainly i I wouldn't need uh plenty of them uh yeah yeah yeah. i I don't know where i fall on that it works in the beginning of Pokemon Christmas Bash with Squirtle and Pikachu. So. Yeah, because those are iconic, sort of exactly. iconic voiced roles. Uh, they could have incorporated Bulbasaur in there for sure. They could have. I don't. I don't know if you want to incorporate Pidgeotto because it would just be screaming. Um, but <laughs> like, I'm sure there's something you could do with it. You know, Jiggly mm-hmm. Jigglypuff. Real miss not having a Jigglypuff song on this album. Agreed. Kind of, kind of a real oversight. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know who voiced Jigglypuff. I'm guessing it was the same person who did did Misty's voice, because um, I know that at least Brock and Misty's voice actors did Pokemon voices as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't I don't know for sure. I'm not not 100 sure who did Jigglypuff. But okay. so maybe they just couldn't book Jigglypuff. You know, too famous. Exactly. <laughs> So the next song I found to be kind of cute and quirky at the same time was Under the Mistletoe, sung by Ash and Misty. Uh, I'm so conflicted about this because I think it's a good song. I, I like that it's sort of like a uh, a duet of juxtaposition, you know, like they are singing the same song, but from wildly different perspectives. I like that. Mm-hmm. I just am like very much not an Ash and Misty shipper <laughs> like, like i get that like not not shipper in an extreme sense but like it just it never appealed to me i never thought it worked and in the show it's like little bits in here and there so i can like it works well enough but the albums have always like dedicated some time and like effort to ensuring that we know like misty is like not just like crushing on in like an innocent 11 year old way but like really really crushing on ash and i don't know something about it just never lands for me (laughs) but that's just a personal thing it it has nothing to do with the song the song i think is really good 
Yeah, um, and one thing I really liked about it was, like, the story within the song of, like, when they stop singing and they're actually just talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, that was a nice little touch. A story. This, this does a lot more storytelling than a lot of the other songs. Yeah. And and I did one, the lyric that I liked from this one, and it's just because the story is good. Basically, the story of the song is, like, there's mistletoe at this this Christmas bash, right? And Misty's really hoping, like, really hard that she and Ash will end up under the mistletoe at the same time. And Ash is really hoping that he doesn't get stuck under the mistletoe at all. Um, <laughs> and so you have Misty singing this song from the perspective of, of hopefulness and Ash singing this song from the perspective of like, Oh God, I hope this doesn't happen. Um, and I think he's like just trying to get to the food, but he has to like cross under the mistletoe to like get to the food or something dumb like that. But mm-hmm. it's really funny. And I like his his lyric where he basically just says, maybe I'll just stand here and no one will know I'm under the mistletoe, which is like such a <laughs> funny image of him just like knowing he's under the mistletoe and hoping that nobody notices. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably has like a plate full of cookies. He's like shoving in his yeah. mouth as fast as possible so he can like leave the mistletoe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what i like about this though is like uh misty goes hey do you see nurse joy is here and he goes yeah you better tell brock and then she goes maybe not yes that was so good <laughs> yeah the moments of dialogue are all really good <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so next one uh, i really liked it's uh must be santa this one I like. I, I don't know what to highlight about it, though. It's it's like a call and response song. It's sort of... I don't know what song it's based on, but I know it's based on something. It's uh, based off the song Must Be Santa. Oh, is it really? Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it's... that. Like, it sounded familiar to me. Like, I, I mm-hmm. when I heard it, I, I knew it. But I was like, I don't know what this is. And I didn't realize that it was actually a Christmas song. I thought it was like a camp song. Um, yeah, no, it's they, it's literally word for word, except for the part where Ash goes, eight little Stanler pull his sleigh. Oh, okay. Because I don't know. I never went to camp, but um, I was like a camp counselor for like a year. And a lot of the songs are kind of like this, where they're like call and response and they like build up over time. So mm-hmm. that's kind of why I assumed that. But that makes so much sense. Um, and yeah, they do the, the Stantler thing again, which I'm always, always a fan of. Yeah. And then we get to the next one that is not a song. Ah! <laughs> uh, we have yeah. to talk about it. Okay, I, we should introduce it first. What's that? Is this your least favorite? No, 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 no. The, Bro- the Brock and Misty song is my least favorite. That's okay. that's, that's, okay. that's by far the worst song um, okay. for me. But this one, this has the best and worst lyric, um, or, or uh, I don't even know what to call it. But so basically, this is this is um, this is a poem, and it's a Christmas poem, and it's it's been rewritten to incorporate Pokemon things. Sometimes it's very straightforwardly the Christmas poem, and sometimes it is not. This is the um, what? Is, how does it start? Um, Towards the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. And in this case, they say not even Meowth, right? So, like, that's kind of how they do it. Um, and I think it has, like, a light jingle bell sort of thing in the background going on. But mm-hmm. um, I'm assuming we're talking about the same moment. Well, and it is... Does it have yeah, to do with, Does it have to do with Delia Ketchum? Yes! Yes! Okay, so... Yes. <laughs> uh, or as James would say... <laughs> um, but there's a moment... <laughs> and, and in the poem, they say... And my mom in her kerchief and Mr. Mime in my cap. And then he says, and I think Professor Oak was there too. <laughs> Excuse me? Wait, wait, wait. We're going to explore yeah. this for a moment. And this is not the house party episode, so we're going to keep it rated PG. But has Delia Owen, the, Delia Owens, that's an author. Has Delia Ketchum... Um, expanded her horizons perhaps well there was always remember the one <laughs> band episode and i put quotes around band because it was one where they're at the beach yes. and professor oak and her just show up at the beach together that's true we did discuss that and that was was that pre-mr mime or was that that was pre-mr mime because we okay. haven't even gotten to mr mime yet oh okay yeah 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 so basically they were a thing first and and they welcomed Mr. Mime into their home, I guess is what we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's call it that. 
Uh, um, but yeah, when I heard that, I immediately was like, I need to go 10 seconds back and hear this again. <laughs> yeah. One thing uh, I did not like about this was like when they're just talking to each other, like the dialogue between each other just didn't feel authentic. Because in the very beginning, Ash comes back inside uh, from getting firewood and Misty goes, close the door. Did you get more wood? And Ash goes, oh, yeah. And I'm like, what? What? That was weird. And I will just leave that on the table. Yeah, that was very weird. It was weird. And then Brock shows up with eggnog and goes, eggnog's ready. And Ash goes, eggnog? And Misty goes, yeah, Brock made eggnog and Christmas cookies. And I'm like, oh, oh. Okay, you don't need to explain that again, but okay. I think you know what it, it probably tells me. It 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 probably means that they weren't actually all together recording this, um, which <laughs> makes a lot of sense when you think about like how voice actors actually work. Um, but I just want to imagine all of them together doing this, uh, and I guess this song probably demonstrates they probably weren't. But uh, yeah, uh, and, yeah, it kind of highlights that. You're right. There's there's I, like a I, moment too mm-hmm. where. Uh, Brock starts to read the poem after Ash mm-hmm. has already read it, and Ash is like, "I already read that part," and you're like, "Oh, that was a little weird." <laughs> yeah, a little wooden. <laughs> it, but this is one of the songs where, or the one of the thing, moments where they actually don't mention Stanley; they actually I say know. "reindeer." Uh, and it's funny because it's not a song, so they could have very easily just done it. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure why they, well, why they didn't just incorporate Stantler in there. Um. I don't know, maybe an oversight. I mean, I, certainly this 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 album didn't take that long to to make, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure why that why that was the case. And here's the thing: uh, the line goes, "When a, what to my half open eyes should appear, but a miniature sleigh and a tiny reindeer." I feel like Stanler still could have been fit in and still actually somewhat rhymed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's a it's a what is it a slant rhyme or an off rhyme, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's ear and er. That's that's fine. They could have made so, it work. Like it'd be. When uh, what to my half open eyes should appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny Stanler. Yeah, kind of works, especially if you say it in a particular way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really, if you really sort of exaggerate the like Stantler, uh, it would be it would be fine. Um, so exactly. yeah, really kind of a baffling moment. But, and then uh, they like throw in like a few other Pokemon that just don't really make sense. Like <laughs> when he's like away to the window, I flew like the like a flash, tore open the shutter and saw Rapidash. I'm like. What? Well, it's because they're they're just doing rhyming stuff. It's the same reason Yom Kippur got used earlier. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're just trying to rhyme stuff. Also, I'm pretty sure it's the second mention of Rapidash on this album. <laughs> yeah, and then they threw in Mock Chop, which was very weird for me. Yeah. Well, also remember, like they only had the 200 some to pull from. I know, but it's like, uh, and then in a twinkling, I heard on the rooftop the prancing and pawing of each little Mock Chop, and I'm like. Oh, yeah. No, that makes no sense. Yeah. No sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's yeah, it's purely a rhyming thing. Mm-hmm. Which, again, and they I, didn't have to do. <laughs> and then I love how Team Rocket just shows up and they start doing their to uh, protect the world from devastation. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, too. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into the last part, I want to ask you this. Does it feel like this could have been, like, a Christmas special on tv almost i was literally just thinking that the structure of the loose story is Mm -hmm. basically a a pokemon episode like they've they've stopped somewhere for a party and team rocket is clearly nearby and then they end up interrupting what's going on and if this were actually a christmas special then it would have a happy ending um as opposed to team rocket you know blasting off and everything would have been hunky dory and they all would have enjoyed their Christmas together because it would have been one of those moments where like Team Rocket learns to just be like normal people. Um yeah, no, this this absolutely could have been a Christmas special. One hundred percent. I think the only thing preventing them from actually doing something like that, well, I guess obviously the fact that it's adapted and this is very much an English album. Um, yes. But I think even if they decided they wanted to do something like that, the album itself is like 40 minutes long. So they would have had to do an hour long episode special. Um, And they would have had to, (laughs) yeah, I I would have been fine with it, but they, you know, they obviously would have had to done, had to have made a a full, full production and it would have been an American exclusive, which there's, I mean, 
they they would have had the money to do it if they really wanted to but uh, mm-hmm. but no it, it it definitely does play out like an episode i think yeah yeah it's so, funny you said that cuz i was literally just thinking that <laughs> <laughs> great minds yes so last song and this one is definitely my favorite just because it's just so much in a short period of time and it's awesome for me yeah uh, no it i is agree christmas medley yeah sung by everybody yeah sung by everybody it's a number of different christmas classics that have been rewritten as pokemon christmas classics kind of like i was saying the stuff that works for me um kind of lands because of those those choices and this is one of those yeah there's eight different christmas songs in here yeah uh the first one up though is like them explaining the whole thing which i thought was kind of cool it's to the (laughs) theme of deck the halls and I love how they're like, all the tunes are old, the words are new. Yeah, I, was like, I oh, love that. Kind of, uh, yeah, it was kind of cute. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, so then, um, uh, I love their interpretation of Jingle Bells. <laughs> pokeballs, Pokeballs. <laughs> and what was funny, though, like, when I first listened to it, I thought they were saying, throw them all away. Like, you're throwing away the Pokeballs. And I'm like, why uh-huh. would you throw them away? But the lyric actually is, throw them all the way. But the yeah. way that they sing it, it sounds like away. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking Pokemon Go, Pokeballs, yeah. Pokeballs, throw them all away. Because that's exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah, because I need more room for everything else. Uh-huh. I need them Great Balls and Ultra Balls, please. <laughs> yes. And not to mention, this song also mentions Magnemite. So I was very happy about that. Yes, I when I was listening to it, I was like, well, this is obviously going to be Kyle's favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not because of Magnemite, but it helps. <laughs> no mention of Clefable, I will say. Not that I noticed, at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. The next one is uh, Good King Wenceslas. I... Yes, Good King Wenceslas. And this is, this is what I okay. chose to uh, – this was my favorite, mostly because it was weird. Uh, and I don't understand. And I, I looked up if they were actually referencing something and they are not. Um, so this is, uh, Nido King was falling down on his trainer, Steven. And I was like, who is Steven? He's um, the champion in Ruby and Sapphire. Mm, mm. <laughs> so I even went and looked like at the Wikipedia or the Bulbapedia page for Nido King. Cause I was like, I wonder if this is just a really deep cut and there was a Nido King somewhere um, and there was like a trainer named Steven. Nope. Nope. They literally created a trainer named Steven for this song. <laughs> yeah. And Although, I, wish, I, will... I wish that Bulbapedia mentioned it. I wish that Bulbapedia was like in the, in the Christmas bash special right. soundtrack, um, a trainer named Steven uh, it has a Nido King and it falls on him. Like That would be so good. <laughs> Maybe I'll yeah. try to add it. <laughs> I, I will say, like, anytime I hear this, though, when they mention Steven, I do think of the champion from Ruby and Sapphire just because that's, like, the only Steven I know. So I well, instantly think of him, but I'm like, no, he doesn't have a Needle King or another Pokemon that gets mentioned in the song. Yeah, no, this because... is the OG Steven, Kyle. Exactly, because he wasn't even invented yet, and he's a Steel-type trainer, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, mm-hmm. That that also, that, the, that verse continues to go on and makes even less sense. Um because it, it continues as first first they won and then they lost, so the match was even. That's where Steven comes from. Nido King returned, he said, I can win this duel. So he called for all to hear, I choose Tentacruel. And it really makes me wonder like what he was battling. <laughs> like I I yeah. I hmm. Hmm. <laughs> how does that battle play out? <laughs> but I like how they said Tentacruel as Tentacruel. Yeah, Tentacruel or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then this one, this next part that they do to uh, Joy to the World, mm-hmm. uh, sung by Brock, it goes, Nurse Joy is a girl. She sure <laughs> is fun. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Nurse Joy is a girl. Best lyric on the whole album, right? <laughs> yeah. She sure is fun. I, and then the goes, writer's room for that had to have been dying when whoever yeah. broke that lyric. Like, they just, they had to have been on the floor laughing. And then the last part of it goes, but I like Jenny too. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. 
It's so and stupid. Then- and it's the kind of Brock that isn't super cringe. It's just like dumb and funny. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and and another weird part of this part is like when uh, Misty goes. I thought she said Rocket Ash. She's actually saying Brock it Ash. Brock it Ash. Yeah, that's the actual lyric. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But that <laughs> well, is the lyric. Huh. So All right. he sings a form of "Here We Come" caroling. Hmm. Uh, so it's "Here We Go" a battling. Makes sense. And then uh, Meowth gets a song, which I love this one. (laughs) (laughs) Redemption for Meowth. (laughs) Yes, Redemption for Meowth. Instead of Oh Christmas Tree, it's Oh Caterpie. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. It was. (laughs) I find it funny. He goes, uh, it's very odd. First, you must be a Metapod. And I'm like. It's not really odd. This is actually like the one evolution that makes the most sense. But okay. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse comes on. She goes, hey, where's my solo? And then Ash goes, here's one for you, Professor. Just totally dissing Jesse. <laughs> That's on brand, though. Yes. And then they do 12 Days of Christmas. And uh, this one, I feel like I have to uh, just do the lyrics for just because it's so fun. Yeah. So it's 12 Bulbasauring, 11 Lapras Leaping, 10 Tentacrueling, <laughs> 9 Tails a Wagging, 8 Mucka Mucking, 7 Squirtle Squirting, 6 Diglet Digging, 5 Goldines, 4 Charizard, 3 Ekans, 2 Electabuzz, and a Far Fetched with Great Agility. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know how they managed to do it, but uh, I love it. Yeah, no, I like it. They see that that's that is like the epitome of the type of Christmas song I want from Pokemon. Because mm-hmm. it's just it's silly and it's 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 something recognizable on both ends. Like you get the Pokemon aspect and you get the Christmas aspect, and I think that's really fun. Mm-hmm. And then they all wish us a Merrill Christmas and a Hopip New Year. Yeah, well, Happiny didn't exist yet, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. Yes. And th- that's that's this... the Christmas album, plus two karaoke tracks, I believe. Yes, there's two karaoke tracks, yes. but I don't have those. So. Yeah. Or they're, they're on machine. Spotify if you want them, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're there. But yeah, that's... I. Overall, I like I said, I'm glad this is that this album exists because I think it's very fun and very funny a lot of the time. Um, there's one song, like like I said, one song that I can't listen to because it's that bad. There's a couple mm-hmm. swings and misses, but ultimately it's it's <laughs> it's such a funny thing. And I I really want a follow up. I need a follow up. <laughs> yes, I would love for them to do something like this again. Yeah, that would be so fun. Um, so I don't know how we make that happen. Maybe you know what? Maybe we need to. Uh, well, this wouldn't work. The the Pokemon Company would would take it down. But it would be fun to like crowdsource a new album with the original original actors. <laughs> but you, you or even the newer work. actors, I feel like would be even cool too. Yeah, I mean, I, that's it's not a dig at the the, the new actors by any stretch because I'm not one of those folks. But uh, yeah, no, that would be cool. That if they made it official, I mean, that would be awesome. I mean, let's get a song duet with uh, both Ash actresses. Oh gosh, well that would that would be a dream come true. It, it, that could never happen, but uh, no. I would love it. That's the type of thing where you need to just like stumble upon them in the same place at the same time and just like happen to be ready with something like that, where you're like, wait a second, I've got something that I need you to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. I it, clearly I don't I I I don't expect we'll ever get another one. Um but uh it it would it it's something to dream about. It would be lovely. Exactly. <laughs> so tweet at Pokémon uh nonstop until we get a new Pokémon album, folks. Yes, please. <laughs> I will I'm 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 genuinely going to do that. I'm going to tweet at them and say that I want another one. Um because I I think it it's necessary. We're almost 20 yes. years later. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's the album, folks. <laughs> yes, and thankfully Doug did not 
<laughs> kill me for making him listen to this. No, no, no. The vast majority of it is good. <laughs> yes. I'll make a separate Spotify playlist that has all the songs except the one. <laughs> uh, see, I yeah. went and just uh, – because I have it from uh, my Amazon because I downloaded it from there. Yeah. I then uh, just put it onto a CD. So I – just because apparently I can still burn CDs. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why not? So Yeah, so – I just have in my CD album for Christmas time each year. There you go. It's perfect. Well, mm-hmm. like we said, if you want to find that, you can find it on Amazon or Spotify. I'm sure there are probably some other places you could get it. I would be shocked if it weren't on iTunes. And I would love if anybody has this album physically somehow, um, because it did come out in 2001. So I have to imagine that they had physical copies of it. If you have it, please tweet us a picture of it. Um, I would love to see it. I'm yes. going to check to see if our library by some miracle has it um, because that would be, that would be out of control. I would, I would, <laughs> I'd lose my mind. Um, but please let That'd us know, amazing. let us know your reviews. Let us know your favorite lyrics. Um, if it's something that you've had for a long time, I'd love to hear your, your Pokemon Christmas bash stories. Um, and of course, like we said at the top of this, we hope you are having very happy holidays. Um, however you celebrate or don't celebrate them. Um, whatever that means for you, we hope that you are taking the time to enjoy it and relax and rest and do whatever it is you need to do during the holiday season to feel happy and fulfilled um, from the wonderful folks at Victory Road, which is just me and Kyle. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. You're back. You're back. That's every. That's everybody's present. I'm yes. back. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. Everything else. Your present is Kyle. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. There's no return to me. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on this sleigh ride along the Victory Road. Uh, for Ooh. any information on episodes and contests or to give us feedback on the show or to send us your pictures of the Christmas Bash album um, or your Pokemon decorations for the holidays. That would be cool, too. Um, if you have those, please find us on Twitter and Facebook to share those with us at Victory Road Pod. And if there's anything in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and you'd love for us to talk about it or appear on the podcast, let us know. Um, until next time, we are headed back to the Pokemon Center to eat some cookies and listen to 90% of this album all over again. <laughs> See ya. Literally 90%. Literally 90%. <laughs> Bye. Yes. Bye. Check out www.4riderradio.com.